0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Legendary Frogcast. I'm your host, The Legendary Frogcast's host, Joseph Boychette. And with me is Dustin Watts.
1: Who is not the host of The Legendary Frogcast.
0: Mm-hmm. He might be one day. You, you want the job?
1: No, I did that once already. I did I already hosted an episode. Actually, I hosted a whole series of episodes.
0: Yeah, it was mostly about anime and stuff. I had no idea.
1: Well, so that's, that's the... That, that Mega Man retrospective I did. Boy, has that not aged well.
0: And uh, Kevin Brown. I'm here! Hello! A.K.A. Raylef.
2: Hey, Railith on the internet. That's me. Go on Twitter. Uh, that's where you can find me. Apparently, if you Google search Raylef, you'll get uh, Pokemon battles I was in like 10 years ago. That's the number one thing. Oh, boy
0: for like pokemon battles yourself or like were you in like a tournament or what oh it? I was in
2: a tournament and like I'm in someone else's video. So they were doing pokemon and then I I just showed up and it was like, "Okay, did you win?" Yeah, I cheesed it out. It was real it was real fraudulent. Well, was why did actually... they put up the,
0: why did they put up the videos if they lost?
2: Well, cuz you got to be a good sport, you know? Like you got to you got to show that you're, you're you're gracious in victory and gracious in defeat.
1: Also, oh, they wanted to show off that you were a cheese meister.
0: Yeah. Well, with Pokemon Sun and Shield or uh, Shield and Sword, yeah, you will, will uh, return to the Pokemon scene.
2: Yeah, I'll win this time. I'll come in with being like over thirty. <laughs> I'll show those ten <laughs> year olds what for.
1: Uh, can I just say that the whole Scottish trainer thing is the best thing ever?
2: Yeah, she's great. I mean, just the sheer
1: amount of just amazing stuff that's been coming out surrounding the trainer being Scottish is just wonderful.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, adore, I adore the Wee Lass. And speaking of Wee Lasses, we're going to be talking about one, Jaina Proudmore
0: and Jaina Proudmore's company, uh, Blizzard Entertainment. Yep, and, officially. I mean, she is a frost mage. Her. She is, she's the president, right? Yeah. yeah well, was, well, I mean,
2: yeah. so what's happening is, is secretly Battle for Azeroth is about, is about Bobby Kotek, Like Sylvanas Windrunner is leading them to destruction, and they're all like, is this really our true way? And she's just yelling, burn it down, burn it all down. And, and yeah, Vince, that sounds about right. And Mike Morheim, aka Thrall, is nowhere to be found. <laughs>
0: Where's uh, JL and Brax? So who's he? Because he's like the uh, CEO of Blizzard.
2: Oh, he's he's uh he's Nathanielos. He's just he's there. <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 being somewhat ineffectual, <laughs> but also yeah. Weird. I mean, who was the now? CEO of uh,
0: of Activision? was his name? Uh, Bobby Kotick. Bobby Kotick. Bobby, yeah. yeah, he's yeah, so honest. He, yeah, he's a so Oh my Bobby Chain. Brack is kind of like yeah, he's the uh Oh and is uh, Mike Morheim. Yeah.
2: No, didn't didn't Mike Morheim leave?
0: Oh yeah, yeah he left, left.
2: So no, he has to be uh he's Sorrowfang. He's uh, He was true. disgusted yeah. with the state of things and he's going to make the true ward. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, seriously, that's what ha- that's, that's exactly Think about what it.
2: Happened. That's my conspiracy theory. Or Ben Broad is is uh Hearthstone's Ben Brode is uh because he because he left uh like I think like a year or two before the shenanigans happened.
0: It was pretty he, re- it was about a year ago, I think. Yeah, or almost left, a year.
2: He left after Witchwood and which is like the last year's spring expansion, so I think it's about right.
0: And um Anduin Ren is Apex Legends. <laughs> Or uh, yeah, no.
2: the, the the villain,
0: <laughs> the true villain, the true villain all along. <laughs> so, well,
1: except Apex Legends is actually good. Yeah, well, that's is. what that's but, what everyone
0: wants you to think.
2: Yeah, until you get in there, I mean, and then and then you get the feel of the darkness, the shadow priest. That's the that's the yeah that's, yeah that's yeah uh, bad part. That's that's the voice chat in Apex. So if you don't mute everyone and you're playing, oh no, wait, fun, no
1: no 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 no. Fortnite is
2: Anduin. I uh, see I think I think Fortnite is more like uh Tyrande.
0: Like Anthem, who's Anthem?
2: Oh, An- Anthem is cert. Uh,
0: Megatork? Or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: It was it was did, did did Megatork die or get frozen in ice? He's a uh,
0: uh, Megatork is um Almost got killed. He's in suspended animation. His mech yeah. saved him. Yeah, that's
2: <laughs> that's, that's anthem.
0: Yeah, he's like know. come back as like a mechadome or something. I'm sure of it a little later. Yeah, well, I mean,
2: uh, there's a chance they could. <sighs>
0: no. I mean, anyway,
1: it's 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 Electronic Arts. Assume the worst.
0: Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, this podcast is going to be about kind of the current state of uh, Activision Blizzard. It just and, kind of trends of the industry as a whole, like video game industry.
1: And specifically, we're probably going to be focusing on the AAA industry. Yeah, yeah.
0: The, I mean, that's yeah, that's kind of where the worst stuff happens.
1: Or is the, or is, some people would like to call it,
2: AAA.
0: Yeah, listen, okay, I'm glad you did that,
2: Dustin, because every time I've tried to do the Jim Sterling AAA, it has gone way bad. I've done it at least a few times on recording and I can't I don't have the vocal range to do it. Triple A
0: developers.
2: Triple A okay. I
0: can't Yeah, okay. I, I I love Jim Sterling. He's a cool dude. He points out industry BS. Um But sometimes I think he goes too far. I don't know.
1: I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I
2: think, I think, oh you go you go Dustin, I'm sorry. I don't
1: know, I don't, I think he's i think just he's sometimes so yeah, but I, think, I think I think Jim,
2: his opinions are very good. I think his humor is hit or miss with me. Yeah. Like, I think I think he what he has to say is better than like his humor. I think his humor hits for me like sixty percent of the time, but his yeah. commentary hits like a hundred percent. I mean, the just
0: time. because you talk like this when you're talking about game development, that that's like weak criticism if you're kind yeah. of like mocking them. Um, but like this is part of the discussion. But like I don't like, agree with his like loot box, um, like thing. One hundred percent.
1: I agree that loot boxes shouldn't be in sixty dollars games.
0: Yeah, that's.
2: I think that's the point. Like, if you have to pay for a game, then it shouldn't have loot. Like, I never minded it in like Heroes of the Storm when it, because the game was free, and I was like, yeah, whatever. But it absolutely turned me off Overwatch.
1: I don't mind
0: Overwatch, even though it does, like, it does feel a little gross. Um, (laughs) Because, like, the argument of it doesn't affect gameplay, he says it's false. Um, Because uh, he says you play the game to get loot boxes. Like, that is the game. So if you pay for loot boxes, that affects gameplay. Which Man, I, is kind of I, twisting, I, ugh, twisting it a little bit. So you
2: know, like I think the the problem in that kind of Overwatch model is that there's no way for me to buy a skin without going into loot box. Like mm-hmm. you either have to go with like like in, in which I felt like in Hots made sense where they have like the boxes that you got for free to play, but if you wanted to buy like whatever. Skin for like Thrall, you could go to the store and just buy it. I feel like if Overwatch had that, then I think that'd be it, it'd cut a lot of the at least a lot of the skeeziness of you have to buy the random gotchas to just get the one well, like Lucio skin you want. Oh, uh, which
1: all of them are kind of crap, but that's neither here nor there.
2: Lucio, he yeah. has some great ones,
1: but he's,
0: uh, a, he's a frog. But but no, he's all.
2: I mean,
1: here's the
0: storm. Here's the storm. storm. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's more. But like, um, I also think in Overwatch's case that they kind of like the scarcity. Like, it's kind of their philosophy that like everyone shouldn't have everything, which uh, isn't good on for on a per player level. But at the same time, you still want to give everyone everything. So I don't what, know. What like,
2: they just made Overwatch free to play. I feel yeah. like it now is about the time where it should be because it's like twenty bucks or something. It's like still, it's it's still it's, forty. Oh, I thought it was yeah because I I don't know why but my brain was like it's like it felt it feels weirdly cheap
0: like yeah those if, are, yeah I think Overwatch could go free to play but then they might start charging for more things um, like heroes and I don't want that. Like, I think the fact that we paid for a $40 game means we get all of our heroes for free, you know?
2: So, Overwatch, I'm looking on the uh, old Blizzard shop. Uh, the standard edition is 20 bucks.
0: Is, is it on sale, or...?
2: Uh, just normal. Okay, the legendary so, okay. edition's the one that comes with a bunch of skins and stuff. So, it,
0: it has gone so, down in price, then.
2: Yeah, so it's $20. Bucks.
0: Oh, that's actually... That actually surprises me a little bit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, it is... And it... it, it which eh, to me, like if you like that would be a thing at like if they're doing BlizzCon this year to say like Overwatch is now free to play or has a free to play version of it or something. Yeah. and if, or, but like, if you
1: bought it,
0: you still get everything. Yeah, if you, you bought it,
2: yeah. The so, I, I could see
0: that. So we got on a little bit of a random tangent here, but um, we were going to do this originally do this podcast, this me and Dustin just uh, about. The state of Blizzard, it was around the time that Heroes of the Storm kind of, um... They yeah. killed it? <laughs> Slowed down production, let's say.
1: No, th- let's be honest. They put it... They they put it in a death spiral.
0: And well, then, they, um... We, yeah. They never end up doing that. And then, um, you know, a couple months later, uh, the big layoff happened at Activision Blizzard. And that was, like, a few months earlier it was, like, the Telltale thing. And then... You're you all this stuff about the industry just being unstable and, need, and people need unions and all that. So, so I thought this would, yeah. this would be a, this would be a good discussion.
1: So, well, the reason the, the reason this industry is unstable is because it's had unsustainable growth, and now that it's starting to slow down, people are panicking.
2: Yeah, well, it's the it's the investors, and and it feels like like games are being treated. And this is this has been going on a while, where it's like your sales figures and your numbers are not—I've been overinflated and basically oversold to your investors of an impossible kind of nature. Like I remember, it was actually way back because Devil May Cry Five came out during the Devil May Cry Four days, when like Devil May Cry Four sold pretty decently. Like it got like I think two or three million.
1: Uh, and 2. Capcom 5.
2: considered what?
1: Uh, Devil May Cry Four got about two point like <laughs> it
2: yeah. was. which is pretty good. But it was yeah. considered a flop because it wasn't selling as much as the Call of Duty that year. Even though like the audience isn't at all the same, but it yeah. was like no, nah, it's a failure. Like how uh, like the Tomb Raider reboots are were considered like failures, even though they were selling like four or five million, and you're just like, what's going on? Yeah, they were, like, great
0: games, but we're kind of lucky to even get sequels to those. Well,
2: I like the first two Tomb Raiders, and that third one I didn't like. I, yeah, it was, I, it, was, I,
0: it was a lot more average.
2: It felt It felt phoned in. Like, the first Tomb Raider felt, like, really good. The second one was, like, an improvement, and the third one kind of felt like, Here's some stuff that was cut from the first two that we just kind of had enough to make another one.
0: Well, it felt for me like obviously it's a different studio, but it felt like you guys are on a budget now.
2: Yeah, uh, it just it, and you could kind of tell because, like, to me, the story of that game wasn't very good mm. either because the first two were good.
0: Yeah. Um, any, anyway,
1: but yeah, it's this. It's that's the problem. It's actually been a problem in all kinds of industries, is that, you know, people are o- overstating expectations. And, well, now we're paying the price. So, I, kind
0: of, it kind of all started BlizzCon last year. Where, I think... Uh, I,
2: I, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I was going to say. So, I was going to say, the to me, because I've been following uh, Hearthstone... And I would say the Blizzard canary in the coal mine is uh, Ben Brode, who is basically the face of Hearthstone. And it was last year, last spring, after they released the uh, Witchwood expansion, he basically was announcing that he was leaving Blizzard. And it kind of didn't make sense at the time because Blizzard was still doing fine. This was before the Diablo Immortal BlizzCon. So, like... Everyone, Blade Blizzard, you' were like, yeah, it's doing fine. Hots is going, like, like Wow's having an expansion. I, yeah, it was. Wow was having kind of an expansion. People are kind of excited for, and and everything's kind of going nicely. Overwatch is doing the Overwatch League, and then it was. It felt weird that one of the developers in Hearthstone was actually doing pretty good still at the time. Was saying like, yeah, I'm bailing, and you're like, whoa, what's going on there, and and as the year would progress we kind of find out what why he left because it was just because the uh because
1: the the Ac- activism was slowly but surely taking over blizzard
2: or at least their mindsets like yeah. blizzard it it doesn't feel i felt like blizzard back in the day was a safe bet where like any game or anything they would make was just guaranteed to be good. Like I had like it's just it's fine. It might not be in like a genre I necessarily like, but it would be good for that genre, you know? Like even like you might not love real-time strategy, but StarCraft 2 is really good.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I
2: I'm not a big fan of RTS, but You, well, can't
1: you say like,
0: because, you, you say uh Ben Brode like saw the writing on the wall. Like what do you think he saw?
2: I think I think it was it was probably what was going on. I think I think marketing and and the financials started showing up more and more in and, and their stuff. And maybe it was it was less about cuz like for the game designers maybe I and I can't this is all kind of me just me speculating. So keep that in mind brave listener. But I feel like maybe the priorities were shifting from here's like, we want to make the game the best we can and the most fun to go into like, well, how can we make the most money from this game? Like that's your number one priority. How can I get people to buy things instead of how can I get people to play and enjoy? And maybe that can, that attitude. And then we're like, how can we cut cost How can we do that? That's what sort of like, that never feels like the Blizzard polish can't exist if you have, like, Steve from finance going, like, Well, does does the jumping need three months of testing? Can it just, you know, if they jumps, it works? Put it out there?
0: Or- I listened to this uh, Hearthstone podcast, uh, The Angry Chicken. Um, and, in the, like, one of the hosts is on another podcast, too. But um, whenever he talks about Hearthstone, it's almost always the game is stale. And it gets stale really quickly, even after expansions release. Um, like people find "quote unquote" the meta, and then like it just kind of becomes boring or like not interesting to them again. There's and, uh, a,
2: yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Like there's a reason why almost all the old the old Hearthstone guys, like uh, like Amaz and Dog, and, like, Saviz. Like, they're all playing Dota Auto Chess. And that should say something. Even, like, Disguised Toast was, like, I, I watched him. He was playing. He was in a Dota Auto Chess tournament. And then I watched him the other day on Twitch. He was streaming. And he was just, he was, like, I, I'm just so bored playing Hearthstone. I'm literally playing, like, random. I go to the deck and hit random cards because that's not, the meta deck that we've been having for, like, an entire over a year, which is what's been going on in that game.
0: Like... Yeah, because, like, I saw playing, you know, a couple of years ago, and, um, like, a new I expansion would come out, and then, like, people were only talking about, like, three cards out of the entire, like, 120-card deck. And I was like, so this whole thing just came out, and people were only interested in, like, three or five or six cards out of the entire thing.
2: There's been two, like God, uh, like man, like so. I've, cause I've, I like it's wor- worn me down. I've, I've, I've been playing Hearthstone since closed beta, and I've, I've loved it. And in this period before this next expansion that comes out, which I, I have, I, it's kind of I'm on my last legs of if this expansion doesn't change up things, I'm. I'm out, I'm out. But, like, it just it feels the most monotonous thing, and it it's gotten so polarizing where, like, it feels like the game has been decided as soon as you queue into a match and you see the class and, like, the first two or three turns. Like, it's this deck. It has, like, a 70% win chance against me. I might as well just concede. And that's I mean, it. It seems like
0: every expansion has like um a gimmick that you usually never see again after like past that point. So it's almost irrelevant that it even happened.
2: Or or the it's yeah, their balancing has been bad. Like they had their Doctor Boom expansion, which was all mechs, and almost none of them got used except like three cards in some other decks. Like the reason why they're doing is they're retiring the even and odd cost requirement cards. Like, they're retiring them a year early because they were so strong that two expansions came out and the top decks were still, like, Odd Paladin, Odd Rogue, Odd Warrior, and, like, now it, well it was Druid until they nerfed every single Druid card that was good, and now it's just Hunter. So it's, like, mid-range Hunter in, and then the odd odd and even decks. And that's, that's been the meta for over a year. So it'd be like... It'd be like if Overwatch hadn't balanced hero... Hadn't... Did did no balance patches for over a year. Like, nothing. Or they would change something and it just does the nothing.
0: And then they randomly take out heroes every year.
2: <laughs> they're like, or, or they would nerf something that doesn't really seem like it. So, like, they're like, you know, we've gotten a lot of complaint and competitive... So we're taking out Torbjörn's turret just
0: entirely,
2: and you're like, but but he's not even getting played. It's like, yep, but it's gone now. It's gone. They well,
0: kind of did that. They kind of made his turret like nowhere as powerful as it used to be.
2: But but I mean like yeah, it's like but he's not even getting played in like the competitive. Why are you doing this? It's like no, nah, he's gone.
0: Yeah, and, like sometimes I watch the Overwatch League, and um, it's always almost the same team. Occasionally they put another character in there and it's like yeah, this isn't super interesting if every battle if every match is basically, basically the same
2: Yeah, and there were, so there were things in Hearthstone so like there was there's rumors and like surveys being sent out to some people about like if they were going to do the thing to heroes of the storm they were going to do that to Hearthstone there was stuff where like the blizzard's hearthstone was like Sending out questionnaires like, would you still play Hearthstone if we didn't e- ever do tournaments again? And that kind of, and it, people were like, "Whoa, are you gonna, are you gonna do the, are you gonna pull, do what Hots did the Hearthstone?" And that got everyone kind of worried because everyone assumed that like Hearthstone was making money, like, but it's,
1: it's not probably not making all the money. And there's the, there's yeah. the, and there, right there. Is the key problem with the entire industry that one sentence. If you're not making all the money, it doesn't matter. You have to make all the money all the time, and when you stop making the money, that's it.
0: Someone's quoting Jim Sterling.
1: Yeah, no, it's not just him. It's not just Jim saying that.
0: I have
2: I have a question.
0: Well, I think I heard that uh, Warcraft is still their like number one moneymaker. at least for Blizzard.
2: But I so I have a I have a question for for both of you two gentlemen Uh, on the Blizzard launcher. Do you play any games on the Activision side down there? Like, do you play Blops Four or Destiny Two?
0: No. Um, I own Destiny Two because I gave it away. Uh, during BlizzCon, but I never felt like, um, loading it up because, um, I didn't like Destiny 1 when I played it, and, uh, I'm so far behind, like, they released so much stuff for Destiny 2, like, it would basically be be starting from scratch, and I don't plan on playing with people.
1: And plus, if I wanted to play a loot shooter, I'd play Borderlands.
0: Yeah.
2: Honestly, so. I'm a, Border, Borderlands Two still probably one of the best. Borderlands Two is still one of the top played games
1: on Steam. I mean, they should just
0: put Borderlands. I mean, they should make like a Borderlands launcher. <laughs> oh, no, no, Randy!
2: No, no, it's the Battleborn no, launcher.
1: Do not give Randy Pitchford ideas.
2: It's it's Battleborn launcher, and you you have to play a game of Battleborn to get to Borderlands. <laughs> so whenever you want to play borderlands 3 which is going to come out probably are being announced at pax like like you have to play battleborn there's no no but anyway okay so yeah, yeah like,
0: i also what's your point like why did they like does does the activision games like like ruin the the blizzard launcher No, i was just
2: <laughs> see i was partially curious because like a lot of people that I knew from when I was doing my WoW stuff and just in general, don't go to the bottom of the Blizzard launcher. Like, uh, and this is, maybe it's just my things, but no one plays Destiny 2 that I know of. I mean, in in my sphere, it's if you want to play a loot shooter kind of game, you're playing Warframe. You're playing because it's basically good Destiny. And I did play... Call of Duty Blops 4, but I don't play it on the computer. I played it on a PlayStation 4. And I played it uh for a couple months. And honestly, I I think it's good. Like, it's I the zombie <laughs> mode is terrible. But so I never I, play I, it. I saw, I saw a butt, I and mean, there it was. Yeah. But one of, well, one of the things they did, which I actually thought was smart, is they sold a bundle of Call of Duty Black Ops where you just you don't have to buy the zombies edition. So you can just get like the blackout and the multiplayer. I mean, it if you're may... a fan
0: of uh, Call of Duty multiplayer, I mean I I heard Black Ops 4 is good, so, you know. <laughs> it is. Um,
2: I think I think the thing that's hurting actually Black Ops 4 and what's killing what's really hurting it is that uh like the Call of Duty multiplayer is fine, but the Blackout mode to me has been completely made unnecessary by, by Apex. I think Apex is better than Blackout and it's free. Which Apex means came, out, more of yeah, oh, Apex out, came out, out of
0: nowhere. Oh, Apex just came out of
2: nowhere.
1: Apex is an EA game
2: that is good despite itself. Well, it's because they basically took the Titanfall team and they got to make their own game. And what it feels like is that like Titanfall 3 was in development and it was going to have Apex Legends and Titanfall, kind of like how uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 had, uh, has like its Battle Royale mode in addition to its uh, standard multiplayer. Yeah. And it kind of feels like EA went to them and said are you done with the Battle Royale part? Can we just put that out now? And then they said, yeah. And that's what Apex feels like to me. Yeah, I played a little bit of it. it. It seemed all right. It's good. It's, it's, uh it's, it's, I think it's, I think it it does a lot of smart things, a lot of good things with like the ping system. And it's, I think of the Battle Royale games, I would say it's the best one if you want if you don't like building things. Like if you want the the battle royale game that does not need building, then I would say go with Apex. Uh, of course,
1: when I the yes, I tried playing Apex for a little while, and then Devil May Cry five came out, and then that just took off all my time, because
2: that game's amazing. Well that's there that's that's a good part of the industry. But we need to get back in the the grime. Uh in the back and that grime is uh uh, let's talk about Battle for Azeroth. So, so Joey, how are you feeling about Battle for Azeroth?
0: Well, here's a weird thing because I think WoW has kind of been the best it's been. Um, like this in Legion has been like the best it's been, um, ever. But like, there's I think there's a lot of you know there's some sentiment that uh, it's like the kind of the worst it's been, and I just honestly can't see why people would think that
2: I think well for me like so I came back with well WoW with late legion and uh played through about just before the first raid of uh BFA so like my in my opinion like legion was great from what I played, like the stories were great, the classes were great. I, I liked how everything. I just I felt it felt good, and I think part of that is maybe because I was coming in at the end, where like all the resource gathering was like boosted by like a thousand percent. Oh yeah, like all so, the stuff was out by then. Oh yeah, like I got like I got to max my art, all my artifacts in like a day, <laughs> and it was great. I could do any spec I wanted. But one of the things that felt really bad, at least at the start of BFA, was it felt like every time I leveled up, my character got worse. And and I don't, I know, like, I haven't, at least can't remember a time playing like an MMO where it felt like every time the level went up, my character got weaker. Like, well, I felt that,
0: like... Well, that's kind of a um, result of their dynamic leveling system where... When you go into expansion, you're probably technically a little bit overpowered, but then you start to even out um, as you get higher. Um, I, I didn't personally really feel that. Maybe I'm just used to how WoW feels.
2: Yeah, because like it was, it was weird. Because I was like, I was going from like I was like w- during uh, uh during BFA before. I think everyone kind of got the free loot from the warfronts, and it kind of balanced you up there a bit. Like it was hurting. Like world quest were like actually killing my character when I. Oh yeah, like in week one
0: of BFA, when you reached level 120, then you felt super weak.
2: I felt like paper, and I was like, I was I was in my death knight tanking stance and getting murdered by like random world quest, and I was like, what is happening? And, and it turns out that it was like a kind of a glitch kind of fluke with the uh, with the just their scaling. Yeah, and, but, and like the um,
0: right gear um, isn't great. And some people quote that as like the reason why the expansion's bad. But like, I, I, I mean, but I, it's, it's okay. It's not great. It's not horrible. But like, I think I, I want to talk more about that so we got on this off this huge, huge tangent. We yeah, got one BlizzCon last year, where it seems like the entire um, company seemed to shift towards like doing pretty good to to super negative, or at least like more negative.
1: A lot of the goodwill that it had built up over the years was lost in an instant. But I don't really understand
0: why per se. Is it just because they announced a mobile game?
1: I, it's it's not the it's not the mobile game. It's a, it's what the mobile game
2: signified. Yeah, it's so with me and and this is and this is so like I've when like I've had some. I mean, we've had like like a year or at least half a year to kind of kind of evaluate my feelings because when I. It when I saw that they they ended with Diablo Immortal and that was like your big kind of thing, like I I felt like that was a, a sour note to end your, your uh your conference on a mobile game. It, Partially, it was. Yeah. And and like re- regardless of of my cause I, I have somewhat softened my opinions on that, but I feel like it it, it feels that kind of felt like the people in charge of Blizzard are for don't know who's playing their games or why people go to events like BlizzCon. When you're you're basically saying here's a here's a mo like like and I and I don't think and I and I, I wish that it would be different, but it's the world we live in at the moment where mobile game equals trash in most people's eyes. There are some good mobile games, but there are a hand
1: there are a Precious handful of mobile games that are worth playing, and everything, honestly, I think and every one
2: of them. Yeah,
1: yeah, and th- that's everything else is either a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy,
2: or it's malware. Yeah, or it's just a gacha game where you, you gotta pay money for your JPEGs. You need you need to gamble for them JPEG waifus. Need em. Gotta gotta give them? Got gamble? Got giving them? Give that dollar.
1: Well, so I thought some, that, of the, some of the gacha oh, games are good, but not. Well, Most
0: okay. of
2: them are kind of garbage.
0: Okay, okay. So, um, I I just thought that Buscon was pretty good. Like they they showed off new stuff for all their games. Um, like a new hero for Overwatch, a new expansion for Hearthstone, new heroes, a new hero for Pots. Um, they they had the 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 uh, Warcraft Three Remaster. Um, people were disappointed. There was no Diablo Four. But um, I think people had their expe- expectations about what what they were going to get um a little bit set too high, uh, and that was and, and they showed off a ton of like what's coming next in World of Warcraft. They announced like all new zones for World of Warcraft, like what the new raid will be like. It's like new races and all that stuff. And uh, and like I left that. Most saying, you know, it's like it, it wasn't like a a huge, like, a new IP year, but it's, it was like, this is a good BlizzCon, and then like, I started hearing the negative feedback, and all the boos at the Diablo panel, and um I just got to thinking, it's like, Blizzard keeps on saying, like, you guys are family, BlizzCon is family, and then what does that family do? They boo the uh makers of Diablo Immortal because it's not a PC game, and, like, that kind of, like, it's like, well that's is that what video games are now?
2: I, I, like, I, I also kind of think that if you did pay money to go to BlizzCon, you you do get tabo. Like, like like I kind of get it, yeah.
0: I'm like I get it.
2: Like it's it's one of those things where it's like if if you pay money to go to BlizzCon, then and if you don't like what they're basically you don't like it. I feel like you can get to boo. And, and the guy up there, it, it's it's like I, I kind of felt bad Barry. for him. But, but, but his job is he has to go up there and eat those booze. He needs to be up like, you're paid to basically go up there and be like, yep, this is what's happening and you got to deal with it. And it's Diablo yeah, well,
0: Immortal was not a BlizzCon game. It no. was a announced at PAX or Gamescom game,
2: or it's like you, you just start you don't close on it.
0: You can yeah, you start on it. On it. like yeah.
2: you can start with Diablo Immortal and end with Diablo Four. Honestly, I don't think people would have minded. Exactly. <laughs> even if even if you just did like the logo that just said Diablo yeah. Four. I mean,
1: look at look at
2: what Nintendo did with Metroid Prime Four. Yeah, and then, and then we found out later that Metroid Prime 4 had to be remade because it wasn't good. <laughs>
0: well, like that's the state of Diablo 4 right now, at least it was during um, BlizzCon. It's like they, ha- they had restarted the project, um, moving in, in a different direction, and they weren't sure if this current direction was what they were going to stick with. And that's why we didn't have Diablo 4 at BlizzCon, um, which is kind of how Blizzard always acted. So nothing really changed yeah. with them in that regard.
2: It also did the thing I don't I think I think hot was hot hot was killed after BlizzCon, right? Like a few weeks after. Yeah. And 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 when and it, when they did the trailer for Hot's for like the original character, that honestly made me worried. Like like the trailer was well made and the character looked fine, but it made me worried because like to me Hotz was always like in Marvel versus Capcom style or smash brothers, here's, here's all your favorites from here's all your blizzard favorites. And they're fighting. It would be like if, if smash brothers did a DLC or a character and it was taboo from super smash brothers brawl story mode, you'd be like, Oh, that's,
0: that's something. Well, it seems like with heroes of the storm, it, um, like Blizzard tried to give it every chance for it to succeed, but like it I probably it was succeeding. Oh, well, I probably it's, it's own little niche, and maybe it was the money thing. But it but, was uh, not
1: making; it, it was not living up to expectations.
0: Yeah, and, I, I think like the story mode was their way to like, oh, let's uh, give this world a story. It'll be a lot of fun, and maybe eventually we can make original characters. And like right when that was coming to fruition. Um, like it's announced that the team was basically getting slashed, and uh we're not doing tournaments we're not doing heroes of the dorm or the HGC wherever h- it is h g HGC. H-G-C. Um, um i
1: will say this though the community has actually been good about starting up their own tournaments
0: yeah that's and, and that's good um but we yeah we've but, we've had one hero since um, um, BlizzCon. Uh,
2: yeah, right? I, think I had two. They okay. did. They did the one. The the what's his name? Like well, the Archangel. Yeah, they did Imperius, but but that was the newest
0: one, right?
1: Um, no, that had Malganus. Was that yeah. after BlizzCon?
0: That was, your... that was right before BlizzCon, I think. But yeah, but well, like,
1: like, uh, but yeah, the thing is, uh, I wanted to get back on the pro scene a little bit and how. Like, most of the pro scene left because they couldn't afford to stay around. Like, literally, they could not. Like, there were people who were just, who were gamefully employed, playing heroes. And then the next day, they were like, oh, I don't have a job anymore. What the hell?
2: Yeah, and it's, that's, that's on a whole other thing of, like, the the eSport, like, retirement, whatever, is... Honestly, really bad. Like, those people get chewed up and then it's just kind of like, I hope you have a Twitch stream. Because otherwise, like, it, it doesn't go very well. Pardon my, la- pardon
1: my language. I'll be beat that out later.
0: I, I don't think we even heard it. Um, yeah. and, this, and this all happened like a month after uh, J. Uh, J- Allen Brack became um, CEO. So it kind of made people wonder it's like what what the heck's going on? Like he has this brand new CEO and they basically quote unquote kill one of their games, you know. And, and, it's... Then, and then just a couple of months after that, the whole Activision Blizzard um eight hundred employees out of you know the entire company get uh gets laid off. that's, um,
1: that's basically right around ten percent of their employees just cut cut
0: cut
2: to grease greased the grease the financials, but yeah. it's and it's it just feels like but and you know, and you know what happened to
1: another okay, let's give another comparison here. you know what happened to a company that didn't meet its expectations but didn't want to lay off its jobs its CEO cut it c e o cut its salary in half twice, you know who this person was.
2: Oh, that was all. She uh, it was is uh, Miyamoto and Iwata of Nintendo. They both yeah. did it. They took
1: they took they took pay cuts. The like most of the executives took pay cuts so that they didn't have to lay anybody out. Oh, they did this twice.
2: It's, it's well, I mean, if,
0: if you uh, say- devil's advocate, uh, Nintendo doesn't have ownership of multiple companies, a big esports scene, yearly sequels. Dozens of games being developed at the same time. So it, it and plus it's like Japanese; it's different uh, sensibilities over there. Um, so I don't think it's quite fair to compare the two, but it's definitely a problem in the Americas here of this stuff happening. I,
2: I kind of do think it is fair to compare them because I would think, honestly, Blizzard Entertainment I would consider like Amer- the West Nintendo. Sure, and the, yeah. and the things of in sheer polish, variety, and quality of is what they made their their name on.
0: And like, like, a, like I I I I think this is impossible to know, but like, how much influence does Activision had on Blizzard?
2: I feel like it's a lot. Like it it feels it feels like Destiny Two creeping on the Blizzard launcher. On BattleNet, to me is is Activision coming in there, and then Call of Duty showing up, and I because think-
0: it, it felt it felt so hands off for most of their uh, time to as one company, but yeah, it just seems like the past couple of years we started it, it had the appearance of seeing more like we had more free to play games with microtransactions. We had these loot boxes. Um, I some would people. Say-
2: like it, it in in WoW terms during during like Legion, it, it felt like Blizzard was still doing what they wanted to do. Like it felt like Legion is here. We're gonna fix WoW, uh, Hots. We're gonna redo it. We're gonna fix it. We're gonna give it overhaul. We're, we're still doing Overwatch. We're doing our Commander mode in Starcraft Two. Hearthstone's giving regular updates. It, it felt like. It felt like they were like, yeah, they're in reality. Doing what
0: they're doing in reality, though, nothing's really changed except for the big hots thing, in my opinion.
2: But it it's it feels like that's something that 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 you haven't seen from Blizzard. It's kind of like you're starting to see them act like a like the stereotypical AAA big budget publisher. And that's never been it. That's never felt like the Blizzard way, at least in the past. Like if you were to say Activision kills off its free to play like a MOBA, I'd be like, yeah. EA kills it, yeah. But Blizzard killing it, it's kind of like, oh, you're one of them. Like the the veil, like your your suspension of disbelief, and you're just kind of like, oh, you're just a like. You've gone from feeling somewhat special and unique to, like, kind of, you're like, the, the sleaze underneath. is showing up. And you're like, oh, I see. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's also, f- for, like, kind of the first time ever for Blizzard, one of their uh, properties hasn't been, like, number one in the industry. You know?
2: All right. It, it's just, yeah. It's kind of like... Uh, I mean, along that lines, it'd be like if Nintendo did something real kind of businessy and corporate kind of sleaze, and you'd be like, oh. Well,
0: like, they it's, they kind know? of have, they, they released the online thing of um, dedicated servers. Yeah. Like,
2: and Or that app, like that,
1: that. That Nintendo app that's kind of just there.
0: All right, we're back. Growth uh, we had a little crash there, but we're basically saying that Blizzard felt a lot more like a company when and, they um, when they kind of slashed Hawks in half
1: and then fired like ten percent of their employees. Well, again, but was
0: that Activision? Did Blizzard have a say in that? Like I, mean, that, I don't know. That's the,
1: that's the key question, isn't it? That's. Guys. I remember
2: hearing rumors or some story where there the blizzard people were talking that the finance guys started showing up way more and after the Activision merger or buyout or whatever which was so a long like, time ago that was like yeah nearly a decade ago but it was it was like they started showing up a lot more where it's like the the they're like the the culture kind of started turning into like yay we're company now and I think <laughs> and I think that's sort of, right, yeah, it's, of course. it's kinda it just feels like like we're instead of instead of Blizzard feeling special, it feels more like Activision. And that's not to say that Activision can't make a good game or two, but it it it's it's like there's not a, a list of like the the old kind of surefire. The oh, I really want to work at Blizzard. I want to work on Warcraft. It's more like I mean, I'll work there, but I'm not the. Or I have the dream, the dreams, it's not really there for at least for me anymore. Of like, I
1: don't
0: know.
1: And then having keeping your job there is no longer a solid thing. Well, if
0: if you were like a PR person, um, you know, those were kind of PR and esports, people handled esports and a lot of. Other stuff like those are the people that, that got hit the hardest um, during the layoffs.
1: Yeah, it was their esports division and their support department. There
0: was um, a story on a hot podcast called Core listen to, where uh, the host was saying there was this one person on the on the Heroes of the Storm team, the PR person. And I was like the best person he's ever worked at, um, ever worked with for Blizzard or any company ever. She was just like the best, but she was the people that got you know, laid off, even though she was apparently, like, really good at her job. Um, I was reminded of a story in 2012 when um, Blizzard, just Blizzard, laid off about, like, 200 or so employees that were mostly part of, like, uh, GM services and all that because um, they automated so much of that stuff in World of Warcraft, they didn't have to have a huge staff to uh, to like deal with that, and um, th- it doesn't seem like quite the same thing this time.
2: It's it's also like it. I, I think it's just like a, as as the world changes and turns, it feels more like 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 you're getting to points where it's it's kind of like you you want people to at least feel I don't know what am I trying to say. I'm trying to say something like, I, I'd like it if 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 at least you wanna you want to think that there's some sort of like humanity or hope behind something instead of like the grim machine that is there to consume.
0: Well so like and- Blizzard used to make uh, you know they're always pretty multiplayer focused um uh, for the most part. But it was always like You pay your money, you get the game, and that's kind of the way Overwatch was. But now they have a bunch of stuff like Hearthstone and Hots where it's free, it's an ongoing service, so you have to take that into account when you're... Also,
2: it's, it's the fatigue of how many services, MMOs, what have you, can you play at one time. Like, that was honestly one of the reasons why I kind of stopped playing WoW is it's I I you the amount of dailies and amount of stuff is you'd have to play a lot more WoW than I kind of wanted to 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 get by. Where it's like I wanted to do my RP shenanigans, but I also wanted to like do the raid, and it felt like you couldn't do both if you were playing WoW. At least that's what it felt like for me.
0: Yeah, like what I do in WoW is. You know, just make sure I consume the content. Like, I still like raiding, so I do that. Um, but, like, I, I wanted to do the, you know, the Horde stuff. I'm like, man, I have to do all, do all these daily quests and, and reputations again. And it's not something I necessarily wanted to do. But I wanted to, like, see that stuff, so I kind of had to.
2: If, and, and there's just... And it's kind of it and it even 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 if it's not intentional, that kind of that Activision corporate makes you uh, are makes I mean I'm saying use like also me or whatever. but like the player question decisions there's all there's now like a lingering doubt behind your 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 mind. like I know recently in Wow, they changed it so that like old Legion Dalaran doesn't have as many portals, and they did that because they want people to like explore more and hang out in kind of the new areas.
0: Which is what but, they do. Which is what they do all the time.
2: Yeah, but but that also, but because of the the layoffs and the stuff, the the seed of doubt in the brain is. Did they do this to make me pay play longer and pay more? And even even that's that may be completely irrational, but that thought entering in your the, the player base is kind of it feels like that will be in every single like design change or whatever. Like they could say shaman totems now have a cast time of 0.03 seconds or something. And your brain will go like, "Is that trying to say that over a million cast? That's an extra hour of play. Like it's 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 insanity. But that it feels like every decision is now is this trying to get me to play longer or pay more? And not necessarily better, but it's just
0: there." Yeah, you think around the time of BlizzCon, or maybe a little bit after they did that, um, like half a year subscription, and you get that special amount. And yeah. people are like, "Oh, is this a people a way to get people to play or pay for six months when they honestly know the game sucks right now?" Which you know, is, or... it, which it kind of is, but it's also like, well, I mean, that was like when like BFA was so pretty new, so like obviously the game wasn't wasn't bad, you know. So like every time they release like a store mount, people see it as like a cash grab.
2: And it's, but it's, it's also, it's kind of like the thing is. In, 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 in this, and this – and I, once again, do not know a lot about game development. But the feeling is whenever a storm out comes out in someone's brain that's like – that's like an issue that's not fixed or that's like a raid – one less boss of a raid or a yeah. one less – and even though it's not equivalent, the feeling is there. And that irrational feeling can like contaminate your opinions and, and, and stuff.
0: It's kind of like me, not for me, really personally. Sometimes I get upset when, like, um, during the beginning of BFA, I kind of felt like there wasn't a lot of unique mounts that were super um, obtainable despite normal playing. you did like
2: your alliance horse stable.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, then, um, and then they came out with like, like, like the, um, like the fox, like, the, like a ghost fox mount, and like that flying pig mount. And, like, I was like, oh, well, these are really cool. And like, now they have more mounts in, in BFA that, that are worth getting. But at the time, it was like...
2: <laughs> well, it, it and that makes you feel like, was this and Because even... Y- you can understand why people would say, is this an Activision choice to make all the mounts horses and all the cool mounts in the store? Was that, like, you can... Even though that's stupid... But that you could honestly, you could see that boardroom of saying, "How can we get the WoW players to interact with the store?" Well, well,
0: this is this is a tangent, but it was like, okay, so you have three factions on each, three um, reputations on each faction. On the horde side, on the alliance side, all three of them are different horse models with like different um, like decorations on them. They're all nice looking, but they're essentially three horse models on the horde. You get a flying pterodactyl mount, a flying like it, it's a unique wow thing, but it. it's like a flying like blood tick mount with wings.
2: Yeah, it's really cool. I and, want uh, that one.
0: You get a hyena mount for another one. And like you get two flying mounts, two uh, and a ground one. And only alliance when you just get three horses. When they had a bee mount right there, they're not doing anything yet. Yeah, they had two
2: bee mounts.
0: Yeah, all these bee mounts anyway. B Mount might be coming, and they kind of hinted that the beam Mount will be like the flying reward for the Pathfinder. Anyway, this has been this podcast's been all, all over the place, but like do you think this is just the like like the the, the state of the industry is just bleeding down to what we perceived what Blizzard was. And we're just kind of seeing it more as a company. And yeah. um, and like as soon as they I don't know. Announce Diablo Four, or like a, a single player Overwatch, or a Overwatch Battle Royale, or whatever. Do you think like people just be like, "Oh yeah, Blizzard makes these really cool games," and we're just kind of in a standard period for a couple of years?
2: I I think it's just sort of like in part of it is it's both it's both growing, getting older, and also you're you're seeing basically like. With Twitter, you're seeing the community people that are getting laid off. Where before it was kind of faceless, nameless, and you're you're kind of the veneer are are you're like like in Wizard of Oz. You're 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 seeing the man behind the cloak, and you're seeing like the,
1: the you're, lo- has been pulled.
2: Yeah, the you're 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 kind of you're 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 seeing how the sausage is made. You're seeing how. I mean, a lot of stuff. I mean, it's... And I think it's it's honestly for the best because I I hope that it will lead to more changes and, like, also better games. But at least, like... Because I, I still think Blizzard will be able to make good games and has made good... And will. But I hope that maybe... Because we're because the popular the the fans and the consumers and we're like looking at this and not liking it, hopefully that'll lead to better treatment of employees. And maybe we can put that cloak, we can pull up that curtain and make sure everyone's okay behind it again. And
1: at the end of the day, at least Blizzard is not Konami.
0: know, would, yeah. would you be surprised if um Hearthstone like does the same thing that Hodgs did, where they kind of don't release as much content?
2: Um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I would I wouldn't be surprised fact, if them nuking it. They've they had uh they they had surveys where they were considering it.
0: They I think asked, with that case though, um that would be really bad for that because Apparently, that game gets stale super quick if they don't update it.
2: I think that before it wouldn't have mattered, but now we're starting to like like Magic has entered the digital. The Magic: The Gathering arena is coming out, and even stuff it's out, and even stuff like Auto Chess, like card games, are starting to be like in card style games. It's like. It's getting to the point where you, you used to be the only game in town, but now there's contenders. And if you if you slack off, bad stuff can happen. And I think that with all Blizzard, like, you got to be careful because you're not the king anymore, undisputed. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. Carcel was the king of card games for a few years. Um, but now, <laughs> now like... Other people are making card games that aren't as popular. I mean, it's not... Well, yeah,
1: let's... Oh, yeah, let's What did... I mean, there's Gwent. There's... Well, Gwent's okay.
2: There's there's Artifact, which died <laughs> completely. And then there's Dota Auto Chess, which is the true Dota card game.
0: I think it's was- a... <laughs> We mentioned this on the Kingdom Hearts show. What exactly yeah. is Dota Auto Chess? Yeah, a-
2: Dota Auto Chess, the new card game, the future. It is here. It's it's it is a it is a Dota two mod that is basically a deck building drafting game where you're getting the heroes of Dota and you're kind of using your your gold to buy them and then combine them and give them items and fight other people's lineups but they function similar to like a cards so like if you have 3 warriors then all your warriors get armor but if he, the other guy has 4 four trolls then all of his attack speed goes up and it's all kind of you're building your synergies but it's 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 almost incomprehensible to describe but yeah. it is a card game. It reminds me, like, um,
1: didn't didn't Valve like buy the auto, the Dota auto chest? Didn't like they hire the auto chest developers? And now I they're trying to make it into a standalone game.
2: I don't know if they if they did. They are incredibly smart. If they didn't, uh, they're incredibly dumb. So, like, why is
0: it called auto chess?
2: Oh, because it's 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 in a. So all of the heroes move in, like, a grid, so they're not, like, in Dota where they're going... It's, like, they're in, like, a chess board. Is it, like, like
0: Archon from the Clone of 64? Kinda.
2: Or, like, battle chess, where it's, like, every every character has, like, move two spaces, attack with one space adjacent to it, or two spaces... It's kind of like in that sort of advanced wars or fire emblems kind of thing where it's on a grid and mm-hmm. chess is easy to people know what a chessboard looks like. And so that's why it's called auto chess. Cause it's like you set your guys up and they go, it'd be like okay. if you made auto fire emblem.
0: Well, I've got the name of it, but there was a game on uh, iOS that came out on PC too. It was by the um, Orcs must die people where it's kind of like chess, um, but it was kind of like Archon. I forget the name of it. That's kind of what it sounds like, but like you have to like, match up units or order to get buffs, like you're saying.
2: Yeah, that sounds a lot like what auto-chess is. Yeah, It's real good. It's real good. I'm bad at it, but it's real good. Is that anything else to say?
0: Uh, nope. Um, I remain a Blizzard fan, even though I don't play much other than WoW at the moment. I,
1: um, I still play Heroes Daily and I'm just... I'm, I'm watching the slow spiral of that game. And it's... Is is it really that bad? It's like... Um... The queue times for Hero Solo League are in excess of 600 seconds.
2: Ooh! 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 Ooh!
1: And um oh and that's just in the North America territory. Oh, if you're in any of the smaller territories, there was a stream right after the announcement of someone waiting for a solo queue time and it lasted
2: days. days. Basically that that means like ranked mode is dead. For for all you people who don't play hots out there, it's basically the ranked competitive mode is dead and having 10 minute queues. Which is bad in, in in any game. You do not want a ten in minute fact, queue.
1: And in fact, they're actually they're actually revamping ranked and combining the solo and uh, team league into one just one big queue.
2: Yeah, because they just need their pop filled. So that's
1: bad. It's I, real bad. I, and, then there, and then there's the absolute insanity that is the quick match matchmaker, which. I don't really don't want to go into because I could be here for an hour just just complaining about that because the matchmaker is insane i'm I don't that's care the way right. I played that's the way I
0: played most of the time was through quick play
1: I mean it is absolutely insane what matchups it will give you there are a few rules that you can kind of get and they mentioned them, but then there's others, and then you'll get a game where the rules are just like boop!
0: Anyway, uh, um, I still play Overwatch every once in a while. And uh, whenever, like, a new hero, really like, I kind of get into that for a while. But um, that game is still kind of stuck in its loop of where it's been been the cycle of just new hero, new map. um, A little bit of story every once in a while. I think that game needs something, something unique about it to, like, push it forward a little bit. But, uh
2: i got yeah. hopes in the next Hearthstone expansion. Uh,
0: yeah, what's, unique about, uh, what's unique about the new Hearthstone expansion?
2: Honestly, that a lot of the old, really powerful cards are going away, and maybe that'll bring it. It, it At least with the ones they've announced, it feels like they might want to go for less. Every Here's a gimmick, and here's just a bunch of okay cards. Figure it out which is kind of what Hearthstone was at the beginning, which was you you made a bunch of cards that could go places and you kind of had to put them together yourself instead of like, here's the expansion's gimmick. It's X. If your class got the good gimmick, it's number one. If your class got the bad gimmick, it's (laughs) terrible. And and they feel more generalized. So I have hopes. Uh, I'll still play it. If it gets real bad, I'll just quit and play magic. Unfortunately for me, there is no other
1: MOBA that I think is worth playing. So I
2: mean, I mean, you could always always download Dota Two for free, and then you know you just you just just, just... no 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 no, no. don't play that Dota Two button. You you click that auto chess button.
1: (laughs) I'm thinking about it. It, You're hyping me up on it. Of course, I can always go play my. Smart... I can't even say it.
0: Play, um. Oh, yeah, that's not, not a boba. Anyway, uh, okay, this, like I said, this podcast has been all, all over the place, but it's been a good discussion, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. people like it. People like it when you go on tangents. That's always <laughs> my favorite. That's always my favorite part when I listen to a podcast. I don't listen to it for what they talk about. I listen for like the derailed talk. <laughs> that's the good stuff.
0: Yeah, it's like um, on the morning stream. Whenever they're doing news, they mention the title and then they talk ten minutes about every other thing. And then like, oh, what, what were we talking about? Oh, that's right. Florida did something dope. Well,
2: Florida always. It's it's why the best part of every giant bomb or the the super beast cast is when they just go off on some random yeah. tangent. That's why I, I listen. So thank you,
0: Kevin. Thank you, Dustin. Um, I would like. I'm here. I would like
1: to recommend that if you haven't, go play Devil May Five. That game's amazing.
2: At some would say probably game of the year 2019. So far. But, you know, auto-chest, though, you should probably
1: play
0: auto <laughs>
2: Okay,
0: see you later, guys.
1: Bye! Bye. Goodbye, my friends.